Hey, Torah Time listeners, it's Mara and Ravi. One year ago, we made a whole season of episodes on the Book of Brayshit. Now that the Torah cycle has started again, we're right back at the beginning of the Torah. You know what, Ima? The partridge jokes still make me laugh. So as you listen to this episode, either again or for the very first time, think about where you were one year ago today. What's changed now that you're one year older and one year wiser? Come on, let's get to the episode. Happy listening and happy learning. Hi, I'm Ravi. And I'm Mara. Thanks for joining us today on Torah Time. We love learning together and we're excited to learn with you. Hey, Ima, did you hear about the snake who went into stand-up comedy? No. Was the snake funny? Oh, yeah. It was hysterical. Oh, Ravi, that joke didn't have a leg to stand on. Now, let's hear something sneaky from this week's Parsha. Ready? In last week's Parsha, Yaakov brought his whole family down to Egypt so that his son Yosef could provide for them. Yaakov lived in Egypt for 17 years. Now, in Parashat Vayechi, Yaakov is 147 years old. He's nearing the end of his life. So he gathers all his children and gives a special blessing to each one. The blessings can be a little tricky to understand. Yaakov uses poetic words to tell his children about their future. He even compares some of them to animals. Let's look closely at the blessing Yaakov gives Don. We're going to hear the words of the Torah now. It's okay if you don't understand them all. Just close your eyes and listen. Unless you're being chased by a snake, then keep your eyes open and run! Ready? We're at the end of the fourth aliyah. Dan yadin amo ke'achad shivtei Yisrael yehidan Nachash ale derech, shefifon ale orach, hanoshech ikvesus, vayipol rochvo achor, lishuatecha kiviti adonai. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a serpent by the road, a viper by the path that bites the horse's heels so that its rider is thrown backward. I hope for your salvation, God. Ravi, we're sitting here at home this time, recording this final parasha of Sefer Bereshit. And I wonder, when you look at this, what are you noticing? It's kind of mean. What? What's mean? He hopes that the rider gets hurt. And the horse. And also, what does salvation mean? Mm, salvation is like hope or saving. We hope that God saves the rider or saves Don. Because it doesn't make sense of who needs saving. The horse, the person, or Don. Because Don bit the horse. Or something like that. And the, Right. So what's this last pasuk doing? You want to talk about that piece for a minute? Yep. Okay. So this last pasuk is really different than the other pieces and actually the parts that even came before this when Yaakov is blessing some of the the older children as well. So what do you think 
this part is saying here, the, the, I, the, I hope for your salvation, God. I hope for your saving. I don't understand because the blessing is saying that I don't know if Don is going to bite the heel or if a, or Don will command a snake to bite the heel. Doesn't really make any sense. Mm, okay, so let's look at this a little bit at a time. So, so there are there are a couple of parts to this bracha for Don. The first is that he should judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel, right? Because Don is one of the twelve; he's one of the tribes. But he should be a judge for all of the people, but sort of coming from within because he's part of one of the tribes. So that's part one, and then part two is this whole serpent biting the horse's heels situation. Um, I feel like that might be like some kind of like expression or something. Oh, meaning maybe it's symbolic of something? Or it's like that bites the horse's heel, but the horse's heel isn't actually a horse's heel, but it's something else. What do you think it might stand for? Maybe something like Don will be like powerful. What in the text points to Don being powerful? That... Don shall judge his people. Okay, so so being in the position of judge feels like being a little bit in power, maybe? Yeah. Let's think about this for a second. Let's 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 play out this image of if Don is a serpent by the road. I imagine a snake by a road. Okay, so we're imagining a snake. That's character number one. And then character number two is the horse. The horse. And then character number three is, is the rider. Is the rider. So then I have a question for you. If we're thinking about these three characters of the snake, the horse, and the rider, which one would you rather be? Well, is it a fast snake? Because some snakes are fast. Does that does that change your answer? Yeah. If it's a slow snake, then who would you rather be? A uh, horse. The horse. And if you're a fast snake, snake, you'd rather be the snake. Now, why would you rather be the snake? Uh, because it's fast so it can get away quicker, and it's still as poisonous venom. Mm-hmm. And in in the way this plays out in Yaakov's blessing in his bracha to Don, it looks like the snake wins. How so? Because it bites the horse and it's venom, and then the rider flies off. So the snake is the only one left. So it's interesting to me that the the snake has an effect on the rider, even though the snake never touches the rider. It touches the horse. Yeah, I think about... The ho- because the horse, horse probably like collapsed and the rider flew off. And here's one life lesson. Always hold on to the horse just in case there's a poisonous snake. That's a very good point. <laughs> and moral of the story. Moral of the story. If you are riding a horse, hold, hold on, on tight. Hold on tightly just in case there's a poisonous snake around. There you go. <laughs> life lessons from Ravi. There should be a podcast. Life lessons from Ravi. Maybe that'll be the spinoff series. You know what happens when you skip stones in the water? What happens with the with it the ripples? Bounces. It bounces, and or then the it spreads. Right, the the waves sort of keep rippling, and the effects are are sort of felt even further. So the snake bites the horse's heels, but then the effects are even bigger than because the rider flies off, and the rider could have hit somebody, and then they fall down, and whatever they were holding falls down, and then everything happens. Yeah. So then why do you think – I know you said you would be 
the snake also. And here, Yaakov is blessing Don to be like this serpent by the road. So why do you think... To have effects on others. Oh. So say more about that. Because the snake bit the horse and that had an effect. And then the rider flew off and that also had an effect. So you think Yaakov might be blessing his son, Don, to to have an effect on people, on people in the world? Yeah. Depending on how you read this, you could read it as uh, it's really mean because like, the serpent bites the horse for no reason. Or you could say Yaakov wants Don to have an effect on people. Yeah, that Yaakov wants his son to have an effect on people in the sort of in the world and in the in the future. Do you see that as connected at all to the first part about Don being a judge for the people? As a judge, you have effects on people because if you make a decision, people will either like it or not like it or not care at all. And I think a judge has tremendous responsibility in terms of making fair decisions. Yes. Yeah. So a judge will have a uh, effect on everybody. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way before that actually this idea of Don having an effect on people could actually be it's still connected to the to the first piece about about being a judge. I wonder about this part of Don being a judge of the people but from like within within the community. Um what does it mean to be a judge who's actually part of the people, part of the tribes of Israel, as opposed to a judge being totally separate and and disconnected. What do you think about that? Uh, Well, Don is a judge from the community, so he knows about the community, but sometimes a judge would not know anything about the community. Don, like, leads the community, so he knows a lot about it. But a different judge might not know a lot of things about it. Yeah, it's interesting that you talked about a judge being a leader in a community. And I wonder, can you think of an example of being a leader in in your community? Yeah, I'm part of the student government committee at my school. And uh, the other people that are part of it, we talk about uh, what's going on in the school and what we can change and what we can keep the same. So now, Ravi, I wonder, you are within that school community, one of its leaders, but what would it look like if there was a member of the student government committee who wasn't a part of your school and didn't know anything about what goes on at your school? Would that person make for a good leader in that situation? Not really, because they don't know about the school and what have been its ups and downs and what people have tried and it hasn't worked. So it sounds like what you're saying is in order to be an effective leader for the community, you actually need to have knowledge of the community. Yeah, you need to like not only be in it, but like have been a part of, like have been a big part of the community. Right. So I wonder if um, if that connects to this first pasuk that actually Don would make for a really strong judge if he's part of the community and he can serve in this role of leader and and be part of the community and maybe he'll be an even better judge because he's part of the community and not separate from it. Yeah, it's much easier to be a judge of that community instead of being a judge of a whole different community and 
if that judge from the whole different community uh, tries to judge this other community, it won't work Yeah, because you need to have knowledge about it. Yeah, so it sounds like Yaakov is giving Don a really important blessing. And a really important role. Ima, I loved learning with you today, and we can talk more about the Parsha with the rest of our family over Shabbat. What do you think we should ask everyone at our Shabbat table? Aw, Robbie, thanks for asking me. I think we should ask people if they were parents, what would they bless their children with? I wonder what everyone's going to say. It's going to be very cool. So Ravi, Vayechi is the last Parsha in Sefer Breshit. So this is the last episode of this season. It went by that quickly. Whoa. Whoa. So I wonder, what did you think of Sefer Breshit? It's one of my favorite books. Why? Because there are a lot of people and a lot of things you can learn from. Is there a lesson in particular that you're remembering or a particular person that you want to learn something from? Um, I think uh, uh, Abraham's servant. Oh, say more about that. Um, because he's very smart in like the um, sign. Because it could have been anything, but he picked um, kindness. And I think kindness is a really big thing. And I think that the servant made a really good choice. I love that you remembered that character because it's not one of the biggest character. Like it only gets talked about in like one or two partial. You're actually, like usual, paying attention to the little details and the smaller parts of the story that make it really interesting and intriguing. And you're actually reminding me that even from the smallest characters in the Torah, we have something to learn from them. You know what I loved? Being with me. Always being with you and learning with you. And when we when we got to actually bring the questions that we were asking to the rest of our family. Yeah. Right? They, and I suggest the people listening out there should do it too. <laughs> because the way they answered things, sometimes it, it definitely added to to the conversation that we were that we were having. Yeah. Yeah. What have you learned about me from us studying Torah together? That you like to break it apart so that it's easier to understand. And that's a good thing. Thanks. Ima, what have you learned about me as we've been studying Torah? Oh, Ravi, so many things. Well, I am reminded that indeed you are living up to your name, Ravi. You have been my teacher throughout this whole Sefer Bereshit. And... I've learned about you that you you often see things from a really different perspective. Now that we've been through the entire Sefer of Brayshit, do you have a way that you want to help out all of our Torah Time listeners remember all of the Parshiot in order? Yeah, Eva, you taught me a song, How to Keep the Parshiot in Order, so I don't get confuzzled. Ravi, we got to the end of the book of Brayshit, and just like in Shul, when we finish the end of a Sefer, we say something special to wish each other strength. Chazak, chazak, venit chazak. Chazak, chazak, venit chazak. Thank you so much for being part of our Torah time. 
We're going to take a little break before our next season, but we hope you'll keep learning during Shmoot, the next book of the Torah. In fact, you can learn together just like Ravi and I do by using the Pshat Hapsukim section from Devash Magazine. Join us next season for Sefer Vayikra.